0: Hey everyone and a very warm welcome to Grow Your Own Way, a podcast for anyone looking to reclaim the power of their own personal growth and be exactly who they want to be. I'm your host, Kevin Roberts, and I'm a life coach and growth geek who genuinely gets joy out of helping people become the best versions of themselves. Throughout this podcast, we aim to give everyone the belief that there is no one right way to grow, and hopefully we will inspire and motivate people to forge their own paths and in turn live a life that is true to them. In today's episode, we talk about the impact that regrets can have on our lives. Now, regret is an emotion that we can all experience, yet for some reason seldom discuss. So today we're going to cover some common regrets people experience, and then I'd love to share some of my own tips on how we can all begin to live a life without regrets. So if you're ready, let's get started. So I'm really quite excited to talk about this topic today. It's one that I find really deep and inspiring, And when I talk to others about it as well, they often say the same thing. Now, as a bit of background, um, as part of my research for the podcast, and because I always love learning new things, I read blogs, I read articles, I read books, literally anything that gives me a different perspective of the world. Now, I find plenty that inspire me, plenty that make me think, plenty that I feel strongly about. Uh, Every now and then, there's something that hits me deeply, and I almost become obsessed by talking about it. But then once in a while, I stumble across something that changes my entire outlook. Something that hits me so hard that I am compelled to act, maybe even reevaluate my life. And this episode is inspired by one such article. Now, the article in question is a blog-turned-book by a wonderful Australian author, songwriter, public speaker, and all-round amazing person named Bronnie Ware. And it was called The Regrets of the Dying. Now this blog was inspired by Bronnie's time providing palliative care to those in the last weeks of their lives. She spent time with people who knew they were going to die very soon and she listened to them as they shared their thoughts and very poignantly their regrets. Now I mentioned this blog on the first ever episode of the podcast and I think I even referenced it as a reason why I started the podcast and that still remains true today. But it's also given me so much more inspiration to make even more positive changes to the way I live my life. So today I wanted to share with you the five top regrets of the dying. But then also to share my thoughts on possible ways that we can use this information to live a life without regret. To live a life to its potential. To live a life that is true to us. So let's get straight into it and talk through this list that Bronnie shared. And we begin with the number one regret, which was... I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Now take a moment to hear that, I'll say it again. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not to the life others expected of me. Now, I don't know about you, but hearing that hit me for six. Um, it's no surprise that this was the most common regret. When people realized their life was nearly over, they would look back and look at all of their dreams, their aspirations, their wishes, their goals that they didn't achieve. Well, not even achieve, that they didn't even go for. All because there was something else they were supposed to do, or a life that they were supposed to lead. Now, take a second and ask yourself, are you living the life true to yourself? Or are you living to other people's expectations? And when I say think about this, I mean really think about it. This blog gave me the freedom to acknowledge this before I reach my deathbed and I will eternally be grateful for that. The second regret was that I wish I hadn't worked so hard and this one really pains me as, as, as I see it played out every single day. Somewhere along the line we have been conditioned to believe that working non-stop, working into the evening or working on the weekends are, are things to be worn like a badge of honour. But is it really Plenty of people work so hard that they've missed their children's youth, they've missed big events, they've missed their partner's company, and they've missed once-in-a-lifetime moments. But sadly, people only recognise that they've been working too hard once they've missed everything. So again, ask yourself, has working too hard been an issue for you? At the end of your life, are you going to say you wished you worked harder? Somehow, I doubt that. Uh, Regret number three then was I wished I'd had the courage to express my feelings Uh, and this one just fits perfectly after my last episode. Um, How many of us repress our feelings for an easy life? How often do we just keep quiet for the sake of peace? Well as we discussed previously all this does is damage ourselves. We develop illnesses, we carry resentment and bitterness. We live a life that is acceptable and non-confrontational Rather than the one we want. Again, ask yourself how often have you missed out on something or chosen to be unhappy because you didn't want to express your feelings and rock the boat? I bet if you think about this for thirty seconds, you'll be able to find a few examples. I know I certainly can. So where are we? We're up to number four. So the fourth regret of the dying was that I'd wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. Um, and this one got me thinking of films. Actually, uh, now stay with me. There is there is a connection. Um, When you watch a film or a TV show and someone's being told they're dying, what is generally on their list of things to do? Quite high up, it's to make peace with someone or to reconnect with someone one last time. And what Bronnie noticed was at the end of people's lives, people miss their friends. People regretted not putting in the time and effort, not showing that determination to keep those important friendships alive. Yes, I know our lives change, we all grow over the years, relationships change. We may not even live close to our important friends anymore. But just think about your closest friends, the people who have been most important to you in your life and think about what you got from those relationships. I'm guessing you've got a lot of love, deep connections, joyous moments, bonds that will last a lifetime. And I'd say that's something worth fighting for. And then the fifth and final regret was that I wish I'd let myself be happier. Now, again, listen to that. I wish that I'd let myself be happier. I'm, I'm almost lost for words on this one. Um, one thing that became very clear in, in, in this blog is that people opted for comfort, for familiarity, for safety in their lives rather than happiness. People clung on to old habits because it was the easy thing to do. People opted against taking risks for the safety of what they knew. In short, these people were choosing to stay as they are rather than giving themselves the opportunity to be happier. So if I ask you that question, if I ask you, are you letting yourself be happy? What would you say? Can you hand on heart say that you are? Or are there things that you really want to do, but fear or any other circumstance is holding you back? I know I've made choices to stay safe rather than be happy. So I'm just asking, have you done the same? Now, I know those five regrets are ever so deep. Um, Normally, when you tune into the podcast, you may be expecting something a little bit more upbeat, uh, but they are really impactful. Uh, And if you are anything like me, hearing them for the first time really did hit me hard. I just had to sit down and digest everything. Uh, I asked myself questions that I posed to you. Was I living a life true to myself? Uh, Was I expressing my feelings? Was I giving myself permission to be happy? And if I'm honest, I really came up with no. (laughs) A lot of the time, the answer was no. Uh, And to be truthful, that scared the pants off me. And I thought about it for ages, and I thought, there is no way I'm going to be on my deathbed and look back with a bunch of regrets. I mean, do you want that? Do you want to be having those same five regrets? Do you really want to leave it too late before acknowledging them too late to do anything about it? Now, whenever I talk to people about this subject, they normally give me a response. Something like, well, gee, thanks for the cheery conversation. Um, And I can't blame them. (laughs) You may even be thinking that now. But I make no apologies for it. I I firmly believe that these are realizations that virtually all of us need. And generally what will happen is the information will settle down and people will come back to me. Now if it's hit you hard, by all means, press pause now, take some time, take some stock of everything I've said there and then just replay it later on. But what will people come back with? They will generally come back and say something like, Kev, you know what? I cannot stop thinking about what we talked about, but what can we do about it? And I think we all know by now how much I love that question. Um, so I tried to share my thoughts. And what I've done is I've tried to capture my top tips today about how we can live a life without regret. Now, as always, these are just my thoughts. These are things that have either worked for me or I have seen work in others. But this is only a list of five. There are so, so many more that you can do. If you just do a quick Google search on how to live a life without regret, you'll see plenty of different insights. But hopefully the five I'm going to share with you will give you a good starting point. Uh, so here we go. Now, tip number one is going to sound a bit harsh. Um, maybe people don't like hearing... Well, Let's say, say maybe. I know people don't like hearing this one. But it is something we all need to hear. And it is to accept that we are all going to die one day. Yeah, that's cheery, isn't it? I know. Um, however, society seems to be conditioned almost to ignore this absolute fact of life. Maybe it's uncomfortable to talk about, or it's so far in the future, or it's just something we pretend won't happen. But the problem with thinking this way is that we ignore what a true motivator death actually is. The blog that we've been talking about is is based on people who are facing imminent death. But I'd like you to think about times where people have had near-death moments, or they were brought back from the brink. These moments made them reevaluate how precious life is and reflect on everything in their lives. Death has the power to do that. Now we all have a limited time on this planet and when we accept that, we are left with a cold but impactful question. What am I going to do with my time? What am I going to do with this gift? What am I going to do with my precious life? Everyone faces their own mortality at some point. So the question to ask is, do you accept this when you've still got plenty of time to do something about it and make positive choices? Or do you just wait until it's too late and risk having the same five regrets we've talked about? So now that one's out of the way, uh, let's look at some other tips about uh, what we can do. And a, a big tip that I would always suggest and always share is to define what success looks like to you. And I cannot stress how important this is. In every coaching session, it's always the most powerful question. I cannot tell you how many people come to me with a vision of success that is not their own. Maybe they've been told what success is by parents or friends. Maybe a boss has mapped out their career or society has almost told them they expect something from them. Now, this could be a specific career, uh, earning a certain amount of money, having relationships and children, whatever it is. Everyone has a different view of success. But is that view your own or is it one that has been thrust upon you? Now, I love to dive deeper on this. And the question I always ask is if money was not an issue, if you could do anything in this world, what would it be? If you could wake up tomorrow with the perfect job or the perfect life or the happiest version of yourself, what would that look like? And the really sad part here is that vision of what success looks like, that personal vision of what success looks like is often so far away for where people actually are. People have followed the path that they think they should have. They follow the path that is safe and secure. They follow the path of least resistance rather than following the path they want to, following the path that they have actually dreamt of. So what about you? What path are you on? Whose definition of success are you working to right now at this very moment? If it's not your own definition, what are you doing? Why are you not following your own path? Why are you not living a life that is true to yourself? If Bronnie's blog taught us anything, it's that this was the biggest regret people have. So don't wait until it's too late. Define what success looks like to you today. Once you have that definition of success, your personal definition of success, you will then have clarity, you'll have vision, you will have direction. And why is that so important? Well, it's because it leads into my third tip, which is to take that first step in the right direction. Now, yes, I know that seems cliche. I know it seems like a motivational poster, but that doesn't make it any less valid advice. Too often we hear people say, oh, I'd love to do that one day, or I wish I had the chance, or I don't know, I'd I'd love to be able to. And we leave those statements just lying around, but we do very little about it. If you keep saying one day, I promise you that will be the one day that never comes. So take a step today. It doesn't matter how big or small it is. You can make a giant leap or the tiniest of shuffles. It could be something small like making a plan or creating a personal development plan. Or it could be something as massive as getting a new job or a brand new social circle. All that matters is that you take positive steps towards your own definition of success. Give yourself permission to make one day today. After all, I think it was Mark Twain who put it, we regret the things we don't do more than the things we do do. Now, if you want to live a life without regret, start taking actions on those dreams, on those goals, on that criteria of success that you have set yourself, and take a step every single day. Now, my fourth tip for living a life without regret is a little bit different to what we've talked about, but it's to simply forgive yourself, and I mean truly forgive yourself, for anything that may not have gone your way in your life so far. So many of us can pinpoint moments in our lives that led us down certain paths, uh, or times where we didn't get our way, or when we made a decision that we're not proud of. Now, it's important you hear this, ready? Everyone's done that. Everyone has been in that position. However, the difference maker here is between those who hold on to those mistakes and those who forgive themselves. Yes, our choices, our actions, our behaviors have led us to where we are today, but They do not have to lead us to tomorrow. And I cannot express the importance of hearing that. And I think if you go to any therapist, they will say exactly the same thing. Yes, it is important to learn from the past, but we do not have to hold on to it for dear life. And the reason I'm saying this is because those past experiences can and do stop us living the life we want to. Maybe we've made mistakes and are too afraid to try again. Maybe we've behaved in a way so we don't feel we deserve happiness. Maybe we've made decisions that had such a big impact on other people that we don't want to do that ever again. And as I say that, can you hear how debilitating that can be? And I promise you, those thoughts, those actions, those behaviours only lead to the regret of, I wish I had the courage to do X. Forgiving yourself is a powerful psychological tool that can really help you move forward. So right now, if there is something you are holding on to ever so tight, maybe it's time to let go. Now, I know it's easier said than done, but whether you do this on your own, whether you work it through with a loved one or book some time in with a therapist, whatever your process is, forgiveness is a powerful, powerful tool and one that when you add it to your arsenal really does free you to live your life. And my fifth and final tip is, uh, it's a lovely one, I think, and it's to tell the important people in your life how you feel about them. Now, if you remember the five regrets we talked about earlier, they included missing out on children's youths or losing connections with friends. Well, be sure to take the time to really voice how you feel. Tell family members you love them. Tell partners you cherish them. Tell friends you value them. Whoever is important in your life, tell them so. Now, this seems a simple tip, but boy, is it powerful. So many people have regrets because they just didn't tell people they love them enough. Now, I don't know if you've ever been through the grieving process or you know someone who has, but a common area of that grieving process or a common saying is I just wish I could tell them one more time how I feel about them. Now, I've, I've had that thought, we've, I've, so many of us have had that thought, and it is so powerful, and it, it hits so hard. And if you don't want that regret, just be sure to share how you feel, and do it often. I love my friends, I love my family, and there is no way I'm going through this life without telling them that. That is a regret I can avoid, and so you can be sure that I will avoid that. So the question is, are you going to do the same? Now, I think I'll cap it at five for now. I think we're running short on time, um, but I really could go on and on and on about ideas about how to live life without regrets. Uh, We could talk about things like improving your self-awareness, the importance of reflection, about uh, how to embrace failures, how to feel your feelings. Um, And in fact, if you were to go back through all the previous episodes of the podcast, you'll find episodes on all of these and much, much more. Um, And I'll tell you why you'll find that, actually. It's it's like I said at the beginning of this episode. I I was inspired by Bronnie Ware's findings. I was deeply moved to learn of the regrets people had in their lives. And I swore that I would not live a life of regret. I made changes then. I still make changes in my life every day. And I'm I'm making some monumental changes now as we speak. Uh, And my journey of podcasting has really brought to life some wonderful techniques and topics that let me do this. So naturally, I wanted to share as many of these thoughts with you as possible, which is actually why a lot of my episodes will help you live a life without regret. So I would confidently say that if you do want to make that decision, if you do want to live a life without regrets, if you want to take control of your own personal growth, go back through some previous episodes and find the ones that resonate most with you and take action. Go on Google and just Google how to live a life without regret and just find so many different elements that can really, really help you. My goal is, as it always has been, is to help people live a life that is true to them. And the moment you accept this, or the moment you embrace this, the moment you take control, and the moment you stand up and confidently say, I want to be exactly who I want to be, then, and only then, you'll be truly in a position to live and grow your own way. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Uh, and I really hope this has been as meaningful for you as it has been to me. Now, I'm not sure if you picked up on the episode, but I can get quite emotional talking about this because it's such an important topic. So I hope just some of what I've covered has been useful. Um, I would be really, really keen. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this uh, and whether this has had an impact on you. So why not let me know your thoughts by reaching out to me on Instagram. Uh, and you can find me with the username of Official Grow your Own way. Uh, I've also popped the link in the show notes as well. So if you want to connect with me that way, you can. Uh, As always, I'd love if you could rate and review the show uh, and subscribe to make sure that you get notified of all future episodes as well. Um, And as we've said, why not go back to the previous episodes and just see if there's anything else that can help you on your journey. But for now, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope that you all stay safe and well and I will speak to you on the next episode of Grow Your Own Way.